a snowstorm, eh? Yeah. Ice yeah. storm. Ice storm, really. Yeah. Uh, Ice and then snow, which is yeah. the best because the treachery is <laughs> hidden. Yes. <laughs> but you can also just like walk right on the snowpack. Like, yeah, that's unusual about this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was is, so so. I, we had some leftover birthday cake. Uh, Happy that, birthday! Thank you, yeah. thank you very much. Br- yes, Brittany's now twenty five. It's true. And uh, and so, uh, which is why you can't ever be mad at me for anything I say because yeah. I'm baby. My yeah, brain right. hasn't fully developed. <laughs> that's, yes, that's it. Uh, I was walking. I was bringing some over to a friend, uh, and I saw people like. Yeah, we have friends, okay. Yeah, right? And, yeah. and I was I was walking the street, because nothing was plowed uh, for pedestrians, and I saw some people shoveling their portion of the sidewalk, but they were just kind of, like, pushing the, the... the Top centimeter? Yeah, yeah, they're just they're, like, <laughs> pushing the shovel against it. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shoveling is that? That yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense. And I was, like, going, uh, like it, going back home, like, okay, now it's my turn to shovel. And then I, like, dunk! <laughs> it's like, you throw the, put the shovel in, and it just doesn't go in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, that's why. <laughs> like, the th- I at least have lived in the Northeast my entire life, and, like, this was a very odd accumulation. Like, okay. Like, zero give at all. Like, you step outside, and you're walking on, like, packed dirt. Yeah. And yeah. it looked like it was soft snow, but you'd step on it, and it would hold all your weight and, like, not even, like, leave a footprint. Yeah, yeah. there's barely any indentation or anything. Like, like I, I, I took, like, what, like, 20 minutes to scrape the ice off of our car before we got here. And, uh, and he didn't even bother doing the, the, the driveway. Because he just, like... Just drive over it. Yeah, you just go. Whoop, you it is a little bit slippery on the yep. roads, I will say. But yeah, yeah. I, today is like the perfect frigid February day. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. 15 degrees out. The sun is so bright and the snow is so white that it like hurts to look when you're outside. It's just it's lovely. I love this kind of weather. Hell yeah. it, it also means that like you can wear like two less layers yes. if the layer is black. Oh, because like, you just absorb the radiation. You just absorb all that heat. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like that Ozzy Osbourne song, Snowblind. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. It's a serious problem. Do you know that the, the name Eskimo really just means person who doesn't cook their fish? In Yeah, I think I yeah. heard that once before. And, and it's, it's, their, it's like another uh, tribe's, like diminutive name for the inuit so when you call them eskimos you're calling them something that like it's a slur yeah yeah. like their neighbor created as a slur against them and that's why you call them inuit not Eskimos. so their neighbors uh were in a uh schismogenic uh, relationship exactly Um, i did i I learned that from uh from dawn of everything yeah it's a good 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 ass word it's good book schismogenesis well also Uh, the thing about eskimo means person who doesn't eat oh yeah they're fish cooked yeah only barbarians don't cook their fish oh you you love raw fish right i, I love raw fish yeah yes. who doesn't no this goes all the way back to levy strauss right like cooked yes. uncooked is just like a thing like a a, a a a fundamental dyad that that people base their relationships to each other off of yep external uh digestion you know? Yeah. Because we basically are, f- are fires, right? You know, like cellular respiration, same chemical formula as combustion. I think you guys are fire. Oh, <laughs> so are you. <laughs> I think you're a fire. 
We have a I, ton of shit to talk we, about. We, we have really to stop do. bantering right now <laughs> I mean, I kind of, and get into all the shit we have to talk about. I've just about. been using this whole time to come up with some kind of joke to make about Joe Rogan and like us, like Spotify taking a bunch of our episodes down because we said something. But oh my God. I just, yeah. I need to recognize that, that Joe Rogan has said the N word a whole lot of times and yeah. it turns out that that is the thing that's getting him canceled rather than like spreading misinformation about a deadly virus. And I just find that interesting. Well, well, he would also like dare other people to say it. He like, he bullied <laughs> like, like a guest. other people into saying He bullied a guest into saying the N word on his show, which was a very bizarre thing to watch. Yeah, that's but. a weird flex. Weird flex. And yeah. I don't think that there's anybody who listens to this show who's probably at all surprised to hear that Joe Rogan said the N-word a lot on mm-hmm. his show. A lot. Spotify is removing 70 episodes. 70? Because of slurs that he said. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Which um, is also like, in the age where pretty much, you know, like voice recognition is so good that you can like create transcripts uh, automatically transcripts, yeah like really good ones automatically like why well, would the it... good ones are very expensive but okay well, but you're gonna yeah. you're about to drop a couple mil on like this very walking true, yeah. thumbs like podcast <laughs> like aren't you going to maybe check to see how that investment goes yeah. like and it, it, it i don't know may, maybe the transcription thought it it, it, it said no I'm no don't do, no, don't do it don't do it don't do it uh uh but but it's crazy that like it i is. don't i don't understand how that and this seems to keep happening where you just like you find out that this white person but, was saying the n-word a shit ton and like doesn't anyone remember or just anything like well and it became a problem when uh when bernie San- when he endorsed bernie sanders and everybody was like this guy has said some like really fucked up things and you guys need to evaluate what it means to take his endorsement and at the time i was just like you know whatever that's just not important to me um it's still not but important I will, to me. It's because still not the, the important whole, to me. The whole point, again, about Bernie Sanders going to Joe Rogan is that Joe Rogan has an audience that needs to hear Bernie Sanders. Yes. That's the beginning and end of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I will say, didn't, hasn't Joe Rogan produced like four hours of podcast almost every day for like 10 years? Yeah. To transcribe all of that would probably cost as much as they were paying Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, see, we, the, we, the, a, a quick thing on the whole transcription process. I, David's right. They got the bots on this shit. Yeah. And we get emails as a podcast um, that offer transcription services using robotics. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're really expensive. They're very expensive. And, the, and they're not very good. And they're not that good. But, like, the, the basic idea is so that it's, like, a value add to us so that we can, like leave all of our dirty laundry in a searchable format. <laughs> but, but like, Which we will never do. Yeah, I'm very sorry ever. for that to but our listeners who are disappointed. The but reality no, we that, shan't be transcribing the shit that we say on this fucking podcast. But the reality that the three of us need to be wrapped around is that like they're transcribing this show whether we like it or not. And the people who uh, are transcribing it uh, for their purposes are really, really wealthy and powerful and they have really good algorithms. Yeah. I don't think that anybody is transcribing this show. Oh, it's I definitely really I bet there is a database somewhere that has 100%. I'm sure that it is scanned something. for keywords. Yeah. It is not transcribed word for word anywhere. It is fucking ridiculously prohibitively expensive to do that i I, i'm not so convinced i think that basically like you know they're probably transcribing your personal phone calls i mean the nsa like with uh, edward snowden like they're already warrantlessly wiretapping all of us which was the whole funny thing about like difference from between scraping audio data for keywords and word for word transcribing it 
the first of those is relatively simple to do. Yeah. I could do that with a couple of add-ons into yeah. my into my Sure. Um my uh digital audio workstation. Yeah. Transcribing word for word hours of audio is I, I'm telling you, it is prohibitively expensive. It is outrageously expensive. Okay. I, well, I, you can you can get Zoom to do like Zoom does it for it as a as an upgrade. And it sucks. And I, it it does actually I, I used it for my book. It works great. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I take back everything I said. It's easy and simple, and everybody's doing it to us all the time. All I'm saying is is that if 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 you're if you're right at all, right, which is to say that like uh, right now it's expensive or whatever. I'm just saying that like logically, that's a very short term problem. Like they're going to figure out how to make this easy and cheap, and like everyone's getting everything they ever say like anywhere near a electronic microphone like permanently stored in a searchable database well hopefully they'll sell it to us as a service so we can (laughs) give it to the listeners who really want it yeah but i will say like we do occasionally and i see people talk about this on twitter and stuff about how it's like you know if you are a politics show and you don't make trans like uh transcripts available to your listeners like that's really fucked up and i just want people to know that like it would take all of our Patreon income and then some for us to transcribe all of our... Like, we we would run a net loss if we were to transcribe everything in this show. Yeah. So just, you know, keep that in mind. If you want to see your favorite shows produce transcripts, maybe you should uh, support them at Patreon.com. Yeah. Or at least, you know, tweet at NSA and be like, just make them free. Can you yeah. know you got yeah, them. Yeah, we know Can you, you got them. Yeah. <laughs> release the documents. All right. Speaking of releasing the documents. Oh, jeez. Do we want to talk about the FBI seizing the phones of um, Jim Gordon and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. And yeah. uh, uh, Richard, Chris. Richard Christ. Yeah. Were, oh, were yeah. these two guys in the room during the um, whole uh, Tom Real... Um, boss baby. Uh, Jim boss Gordon baby. definitely was. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jim yeah. Gordon definitely was. I don't know about Christ. Uh, Christ is the uh, Rensselaer County Operations Manager. Uh, yeah, but uh, just, you know, for everyone to know what, why he might be there, and, I, and he might, I think he might have been. For uh, folks who don't know yeah. anything about anything, if they're not familiar with uh, what the happenings in, in our little corner of the world, um, there's been allegations of voter fraud, absentee ballot fraud, essentially, in the last election. Um, the, the, this time on the Republican side. On the, yes, this time, un, <laughs> unlike, unlike 10 years ago, this time it does seem to be the Republicans who are doing it. And six um, years ago. And six years ago. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Richard Christ is operations director for the um, for Rensselaer County. And Jim Gordon is uh, just basically a, shla- a, a lackey of Steve McLaughlin, the boss, the boss baby. Not the boss of the whole fucking county. Uh, uh, Jim Gordon is the director of purchasing for the county. Yes. Exactly. Basically, because boss baby executive Steve McLaughlin knows how to use power, he, as soon as he gets, as soon as he wins a new election, he mobilizes his patronage network and anyone that he likes or that helped him gets a job. Get a job in county government. It can be like a no-show, make-work job. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that they get an office. They can change some, like even if it's just like a little little thing, they can change it. And also, they'll, they'll give some of his pay their paycheck back to him. Yes, yeah, or to the Republican Party. They all do this, and the and the Democrats do that too. No, I, I shouldn't 
Yeah, yeah. This is a political machine. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a political machine where, like, you get they're, they're like, we're going to give you a, a raise, wink, and then like, <laughs> but then you don't get that raise. Instead, they just skim off the top, and it goes. You donate it to Steve yeah. McLaughlin's campaign. Sc- scare quotes. Donate it to to Steve McLaughlin, or it was Tom Wade for the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do it to everyone. Classic alley oop. Yeah, yeah. There's a let's just say there is a reason why in this year of our Lord 2022, the Troy. The city of Troy still has, like, an old lady signing checks for their payroll. Like, we do not have an electronic payroll system at all. At all. For many of the same reasons that we don't have transcripts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, this this was also something that uh, Cuomo was accused of, was, you know, yeah. putting his, his allies in public office, giving them raises so that they could then donate that back to his campaign. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a circular it's, it's economy. It's a classic. Yeah. It's yeah. a classic. So Jim Gordon and Richard Christ have had their phones seized um, in this investigation of the misuse and fraud around uh, absentee ballots in the last election. Listen to the FBI uh, officers listening at the Latham Fusion Center. Please. <laughs> Iron weeds. <laughs> Iron. <laughs> please. please. Ironweedspot at gmail.com. Send all of Jim Gordon's groipers. And <laughs> I want to know, know what kind of groipers this man had saved in a folder. Give us the groipers. I, w- I want to see his bathroom shirtless selfies. <laughs> <laughs> where there's just like, like I'm like, I, I want to ha- see his Tinder messages. Yeah, I want to see his Tinder messages. And He's I, probably I'll, on Bumble, actually. I'll, I'll say right now, I am nowhere near Chris's, like, swollness, right? Okay, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm probably the heaviest I've ever been. But you're looking good, actually. Like you. you, you look like you lost a bunch of weight over the last uh, month. You. Yeah, fuck you, David. David <laughs> fucking gets on the bike for thirty minutes, and he's like, "I lost four pounds." Yeah, go, go, fuck yourself. Okay, David. but the, the th- but like, I I imagine like as soon as you know, like dudes, so he gets like you know the the swoosh. You yeah, know, the, right? the cum gutters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, as soon as he gets like <laughs> that is the, disgusting. The, the faintest bit of like that little like v. the v. Yeah, yeah the yeah. v. Just snapping photographs, just like you wish you could be this, you know, and just Hell like, yeah. and just like, and like, and, and just sending it to like. Wait, is Jim Gordon thir- swole? Third cousins, and they're just like, <laughs> this, this is this is just boss boss man. It's just boss behavior. shit. <laughs> but no, like, here, I'm showing everyone. This is a picture of Jim. He Gordon. could have a V. I don't yeah, know. He could, Maybe he could possibly. I'm like he's a youngish guy. Yeah, no. It, I, I bet he planks a lot. Yeah, it look, he looks like a guy that um says that he does like. Um, uh, uh, like some sort of intense fitness regimen where, like, you don't call it a gym; it's like a box or a or a, <laughs> or a lab or, or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, battle I, ropes. Yeah, right. Yeah, he does. He does something weird. He's like, he, he probably doesn't use kettlebells because he thinks there's there is invention of uh, Soviet Russia. Yeah, definitely. Which they are, but like, he, but that's why he doesn't use them. Anyway. <laughs> We, we want all of that juicy information yeah. fbi please yes, let give, us know. give it up give it up have you ever seen those uh tiktoks where it's like uh i'm coming for your phone come down here with your phone right now and then it's like a video of somebody like closing like a billion tabs and like, all, <laughs> like, like trying to like scrub their phone as fast yeah. as possible what uh, uh chris what what are some of jim gordon's open tabs well all aoc <laughs> every, every, every single tab is some permutation. 
Yeah, there's, there's definitely that. There's probably uh, some sort of like, uh, you know, um, uh, how to remove how to m- remove white claw from white carpet. <laughs> <laughs> white claw stains removal silk tie. Yeah, just like <laughs> go- googling like how to FBI proof phone. <laughs> <laughs> Does VPN hide voter fraud? <laughs> How much diarrhea is too much? <laughs> How much diarrhea before danger? <laughs> Protein powder diarrhea? <laughs> I just have to read this very funny quote from um, the mayor of Rensselaer, Michael Stammel, who who responded to, to these allegations. I myself or nobody affiliated with me during the election process that I'm aware of had anything to do with any wrongdoing with any absentee ballots or any voting intimidation or anything to do with the election other than assisting these people who wanted to vote by absentee ballots with their approvals. Wow, really just getting ahead of it. <laughs> well, what's funny and is also like, just like straight shooter, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have the opposite of a du- double negative, which is a no negative. So he says, I myself or nobody affiliated with me during the election process process that i he's basically saying like i did it but it's because it's so jumbled and grammatically yeah. correct which i just find kind of amusing hell yeah um and the, all of this was found out because this one guy in this apartment complex in lansingburg received a receipt of absentee ballot voting for him and his wife and he's like we've never voted in our lives which like Bold move, admitting that. I don't know. <laughs> that could be like a little bit of a, 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 t- a taboo admission to make. Yeah. Um, well, we've covered in past episodes, like, you know, the n- knowledge of like how disproportionately, um, like, at least the uh, fake uh, Green Party Republicans all voted absentee. Right. Like, yes. almost all of them. Yeah. Like, um, there was, I think, six that voted on in person and then like 28 voted by absentee ballot so it's like definitely a um documented tactic yeah um but the question i guess i like i am ignorant about this is totally different because this was they stole they pretended to be people like oh like they just straight up faked people faked people's absentee ballots i wouldn't be jim gordon collected of dozens of absentee ballots from lansingburg yeah that are that are suspect because they're from people who don't have a voting history they were all delivered to his home for him to cook for him to turn in like not through the mail like they don't have like postmarks like being shipped out at any point or they all just dropped off like in um i don't know it doesn't say that i would they might have been mailed yeah i I guess if if i was doing voter fraud i'd probably just like drop it all off in one mailbox at once just because i'm lazy yeah yeah, so that's, that's probably what happened. That's how, yeah. that's, how, that's how they get you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 also, that 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 guy who never voted um, after he came, he came out saying saying as such, uh, his tires were slashed outside of his house. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The big boss baby's right. pulling some boss moves. Right. I mean, look, we're taking body shots out here. We've taken full fucking body shots. <laughs> <laughs> Politics is hard. In this county, it's fucking harder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steve McLaughlin, come on the pod. (laughs) No, I don't want him on the pod. I'm afraid of him. He's got his energy is too powerful. No, I I would, I would totally talk to that guy. Yeah, he's like the male Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
Uh, yeah, I, I sure. Can, I could see him flopping on a pole. What do you think Fla- his nipples look like? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, um, uh, Chris Churchill, our, our favorite on-again, off-again uh, columnist. Gumshoe. Fr- friend, yeah. friend of the show. Yeah. I wish. Right? That would be cool. Yeah. I, yeah like, like, there's sometimes that, like, he's based, and then other times he's just, like, way, way the fuck off. This is a good, this is a good... He wrote uh, a pro-student student loan uh, forgiveness article yeah. not yeah. long ago. He, he also uh, wrote a uh, criminalize all the people in Barker Park article. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's real hit or miss. Yeah. You know? yeah. His politics are but look, all over the place. Whomst Among Us yeah. has yeah. perfect pure politics. Me. Right. Yeah. Came out of the womb being like, ban money. No more money. <laughs> so um, here, here he's, he's got a hit. Uh, or uh, the, the title is... Um, also, I like how the Times Union, because Churchill is such a um, click driver. Oh, like yeah, people yeah. always read his, his shit. They go, Churchill, colon. <laughs> yeah, like, right? <laughs> 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 yep. Uh, for mayor, truth about feminine shooting was never the goal, which is fucking true. Yeah, yeah. and uh, city council. Yeah, like he, yeah really, he he really leaves out the city yeah. council, but yeah. they all co-sign this shit. Yeah, yeah. And and so he says, in he starts off saying, in 2018, the state attorney general's office released a much anticipated report on the fatal police shooting of Edson Thevenin. It did not flatter the Troy Police Department. We've covered this extensively on the show that, you know, they, they basically murdered this guy and, uh, by firing uh, eight shots into him. He was unarmed. And then there's a bunch of uncorroborated, completely ridiculous on, the, on its face, like uh, evidence that uh, he was tr- that Thevenin was trying to run over Randall French with a car, with his car. But that, that isn't you just like look at like. Just everything in it, it just, like, doesn't seem true. The basic forensics proof yeah. that that was not not correct. And, and, and if that wasn't enough, a uh, 69 nice page report by Joseph Centeni, a Troy police captain uh, for internal affairs, also found the official c- uh, account, quote, inconceivable. Uh, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, quote, empirically untrue. Um, uh, really recommended disciplinary charges, uh, which uh, he didn't uh, Randall French did not get until he got COVID and died. Um, but so the, <laughs> that was a disciplinary. Yeah, that was a disciplinary. disciplinary yeah, charges. God disciplinary charge. God's yeah, mind. yeah. Uh, the, so the Rinaldi. So now Churchill is saying that this Rinaldi report, which was like the third report that 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 um, uh, Madden asked for, because. He, he kept, didn't like the other two. Yeah, he kept getting reports that were just like, no, this guy, really, this was really bad. And like, he's like, you got a murderer. You're like hiring a murderer. Like, yeah, you no, gotta I, fire this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, 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 get that away, get that away. And so eventually he, he, he's able to get like this 19 page report, uh, uh, which is, you know, like 50 pages less. <laughs> so clearly it's not as good. Look, yeah. quality over yeah. quantity, yeah. David. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're aiming for. Uh, and, and, and this one basically said, no, it, it's good because, um, cops get scared and confused. And so you can't really trust what anyone said or saw. Yeah. Except, cops are unreliable. Yeah. Full stop. Ergo, they cannot be held accountable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, so you should trust him when he says that he was getting run over and he shot defensively yeah right but so that it, is like the logical outcome of the notion that cops have the right to kill when they feel that their life is in danger yep. right because then just anytime a cop gets a little scaled 
they have the right to, <laughs> to murder. Um, Cop does a dab and is like, I'm going to be the first one that dies from this shit. And then they're like, I'm not going down without taking you motherfuckers with me. <laughs> so, so Churchill confusingly says now, nearly six years after the shooting, the city has finally agreed to release the memo written by Renali, a lawyer and the former police chief in Glenville. It's an odd 19 page document, uh, but he, he doesn't link to it. We, before we started the show, we spent like 20 minutes trying to find it. Yeah, we can't I tweeted find at it. Chris and the and the Times Union. No to reply. Ask. No reply. They they have. It has now been nearly an hour since my tweet. And this is different from when he covered the uh, um, the Centenny report because that was leaked to the widow, which gave it to the Times Union, and the Times Union published it in full. And so that's why we were able to like look at the forensic evidence in the case and in the first place. Yeah, and and and, and so, it, but it sounds like. Churchill, our friend Churchill here, uh, um, did read it, because this is what he says. First and foremost, it argues that the use of force was justified, even if French's claim about being pinned by Thevenin's car was inaccurate. The pertinent question, Rinaldi argues, quote, is whether Sergeant French reasonably believed he was at risk of serious physical injury or death at the time he deployed deadly physical force, unquote. Rinaldi also notes that it was Thevenin who put the confrontation in motion with his misguided decision to drive away from a police stop, which, of course, deserves a death penalty. <laughs> um, uh, 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 that's that's a, a, an editorial. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah that, that, would, that would be my editorial. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rinaldi spends considerable more time addressing whether French, who died in 2020 after contracting COVID-19, uh, provided false testimony, whether he lied, to put it bluntly. It's impossible to know, Rinaldi concludes, because officers don't remember such contradictions accurately, and their testimony is therefore unreliable. After citing several studies backing (laughs) his point, Rinaldi concludes that it is common for officers in high-stress situations to have incomplete and or inaccurate recollections. So, therefore, the one recollection that he had that it wasn't his fault is the one that you should follow. Like, like, that makes no sense. And just want to point out, again, every city councilor was able to, and claimed they did, read this 19-page report, which we're still looking for, but apparently has been publicly released somewhere, probably in the basement, uh, in the uh, hallway behind a locked door that says, Beware of the Panther. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, like... And they all, without exception, were like, oh, well, this this is a horse of, di- of a different color. Yeah. The liberals, the Dems, the Republicans, all of them lined up behind the mayor's cover-up of this. Yeah. 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 What, what drives me nuts, and, like, that's pretty much it for the, for the, the Churchill article, but, like, the thing that drives me nuts is, like, I remember specifically David Bissember... And I think Anasha, but Former definitely city counselor. Yeah, but David, definitely David December, right? You know, all, all, yeah. Uh, both of those people that I mentioned are like our age or younger, so they're like not like old stodgy people who like you know they're self styled progressives. Yes, self, yes, yeah. Um, uh, said specifically that they that the Vernali memo memo changed their mind. Yes, that that's it what had they said, yeah. that it had. Uh, information in it that was uh, damning, and and that was why they had to fo- uh, um, uh, continue with the cover up. Continue the cover up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, Chris Churchill doesn't seem particularly impressed. I don't know. I I don't know what that means, but uh, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Wh- whether we ever actually get to see it, or if we just have to like believe uh, Chris Churchill. I don't. I, you know. I hope we we get to 
I would I, I would like to read all nineteen confusing pages. <laughs> yeah, but, same. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, it doesn't seem. It's just know. it's just such a wild uh, thing that if it really boils down to cops can't lie because their memories in stressed situations are are easy to forget i.e like whatever they say uh is presumed to be what they feel is the truth and that they can basically be afraid for their life in almost any circumstance even if there's not actually a lethal threat to them and that justifies their use of force if if a cop feels like they're in danger you have to believe them and if a cop feels like they're in danger they have the right to shoot anyone they want therefore the cop the cops have the right to shoot anyone they want and you can't challenge it that's like the logical outcome of this line of thinking and it doesn't seem like the Rinaldi memo even provides any new forensic evidence it seems like it's purely this like weird pseudo psychological explanation for why he was actually justified and it seems like this broad application of this logical fallacy applies to literally every police shooting yeah like yeah. you could just pull out the Rinaldi exactly, report yeah. for, for literally every, for anything for any, any yeah. single time yeah, you exactly. just like find and replace name like pr- uh, pr- proper nouns or something yeah 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 i i, I th- really it seems like the only time that you can't trust a cop is when he's in internal affairs and he sits down and writes a 69 page report yeah based on evidence the cops, yeah. Yeah, yeah when he's investigating his, his own his own cops yeah yeah like that that's the only time where you should just like ignore completely what a police or if a cop is whistleblowing <laughs> on other cops right then that cop you can't believe. Yeah, or yeah, or like when one sues the police department for, for being racist, for being it, it, so racist that even he like like yeah that like even it, it surprises even a black person in twenty twenty two that like yeah yeah yeah. And so the you know I've confronted a lot of city councilors on their cover up of this, um, and uh, the really enduring answer that it was given to me by the you know some of these self styled progressives is essentially like. It's a huge fiscal liability to point out that there's an ongoing cover-up over a police murder. And that is, you know, something that needs to be considered uh, above uh, truth and reconciliation, above, um, you know, general professionalism and uh, maintaining and uh, building or trying to repair trust in, um, you know, the police of a city. Like, it's really fucked up that... Everybody towed the line on this. And well, and the Thevenin family ended up receiving a $1.55 million settlement anyway. Yeah. yeah. So not only did the city subvert justice, yep. lie, the city council subverted justice, lied to all of their constituents yep. about this memo, uh, aided in the cover-up. They ended up paying the big fat bill anyway. Yep. So for what? You did exactly. this for what? Exactly. And, just we so, don't, and we don't even know how much like their insurance goes up for this too, right? Yeah. It was like like I, I guess yeah, we, we have no the idea. Budget it go, we know for, we get that, we know it but, goes up, but it goes fucking up. And they've yeah. paid out in the last ten years something like eight million dollars, I think, yeah. in settlements for police uh, misconduct. So yeah, all of that leads to the city's insurance going up, which will bring me to advocate for something that I've advocated for many times, which is uh, personal liability insurance for each individual police officer. Yeah. They have and to pay for it. Yeah. There's no precedent for for municipalities enforcing this yet, but there are a lot of legal scholars who say that there is nothing stopping cities from requiring, you know, states can require fucking CPAs, fucking like accountants have to buy 
personal liability insurance. A dentist. A dentist has to buy personal <laughs> liability insurance. Like yeah. it's very, very common. Yeah. Why is it that the profession that is arguably most likely to result in grievous injury or death for the people that they purport to serve isn't required to carry personal liability insurance? It's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Also, you know, like, Shout out to Claudia Schwenderman, one of the best dentists in Troy. Uh, I fucking love that I'm dentist. I'm so sad she's leaving. She's such I'm a just... sweet old lady, and, and she retired. Uh, and I, I am actually going to miss her. I'm going to miss my dentist. Damn, homie. She was a great dentist. Such, How many people can say that? Such delicate hands. She would finish your procedure, and she would say, all right, you've got a small filling in the back. Do you want to just do it right now? How many dentists will actually do that for you? Just like she'd be bang like, "Do you want local like aesthetic right or no?" She's like, "I don't think you're going to need local aesthetic for this anesthetic for this." I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, just do it." I would. It would. It took like seven minutes to get a cavity filled from this woman. Yeah. Wow. It was. She's inc- She was incredible. She injured her. I think she had like maybe a stroke or something because one side of her limbs were like not. Last time I saw her, one side of her limbs were like clearly not didn't have good mobility but anyway and, and yet she still filled the fuck out of your cat she did and it was a fantastic i couldn't even tell you where in my mouth that filling was that's how good of a job yeah, she yeah did. I, wow. I i have like i think three or four fillings from her all no that no anesthetic yep and i have no idea where they are yep. wow just she's master all right she's, she's a real art, one she's, she's alive artist. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> total artist <laughs> Uh, but anyway, what yeah. were you going to say about no, her? No, no, that, that, that was exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Retire in power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she also um, uh, has very, very uh, strong opinions about men's sock length. She, she, I, I uncovered, like, I don't know, some really important opinion of hers at some point. I forgot what we were talking about, but um, she's really into, ba- into sports and really loves college basketball. And is annoyed that men wear like short ankle socks. Ankle socks. socks. Yeah, she she considers that very very feminine. And like, you need to wear a gigantic <laughs> tube sock. Okay. Oh, real men wear tube socks, according to Claudia Schwenderman. DDS. That's toxic masculinity. I well, think I think we're gonna need to call her in on that one. We're gonna need to call her in on that one. Oh man. Uh, do we want to move on to our next story? Our next cop story, sure. Yeah, do we want to do the cops? Yeah, sure. Speaking of cops, yeah, that truly is our beat. I swear to God, it feels like getting a cleaning. (laughs) City Hall is planning to spend nine point eight million dollars on more cops, getting cleaned out. Yeah, this is Albany, not Troy. Yeah, yeah. So this was the American Rescue Plan, right? Which was supposed to help with struggling businesses. Like the, like the, the point of right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really telling on yourself there. Like the American Rescue Plan was just was supposed to help municipalities deal do like uh uh deal with the financial recover impacts of economically, yeah. yeah, from COVID nineteen. So you would think that that money would go to like business improvement districts or like maybe fixing roads or things that would be good for the economic vitality of a given city or metro yeah. area, yeah. So the the uh, <laughs> Albany is getting like eighty point seven million in recovery funds. Damn, and nine point eight is going to go directly to the police. This what? is this this comes there. There's really not much more to it than that. I honestly, but it also goes to retroactive raises. This is not just going to the police. They're not even just yeah. like getting equipment. This is all raises. Yeah, in in police salary. Um, 
And I'll just read the last. This is from Albany Proper. um, And I'll just read the last paragraph. That would include Luke Deere, the former police officer who pled guilty to misdemeanor assault and resigned from the department last year after he was arrested for his role in a 2019 incident where he beat a man in the street. That was caught on camera. I don't I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. He was was hired by the department in 2014 and will be receiving be receiving retroactive pay raises for 2016 to 2021. What the fuck? It, this was, um, if I remember correctly, this is the one that happened at like a late night party. Yes. And so he like knocked on the door and they were like, all right, we're not going to like let you in, but like we'll stop the noise. And yeah. so they stopped the noise and then they were like, no, we're breaching the door. And they breached the door and they just dragged the dude out into the street and then just... Just start beating the shit out well, of him. Well, what they did is they, they made him um, hold his hands up in the air and then they kept pushing him in the chest while he had his hands like raised until they knocked him on his ass and then as soon as he was on the ground they jumped on top of him and started beating him with the the baton and this was caught on a body cam and was eventually like released uh i think also in the times union Uh it was like super fucked up it was really disturbing it was completely unprovoked it was just like a cop was extremely mad and wanted to like just beat the shit out of this Even, guy and it was before that incident happened you could hear the cops like pumping each other yeah, up yeah, about yeah. like these fucking like low lives these pieces of shit with their loud music yeah you know yeah it was really fucked up yeah yeah, yeah. and so the reason he's getting retroactive pay is because technically the albany uh pba has been gone without a contract <laughs> since 2016 so he will get because pay. the detectives tried to form their own union yeah, right something, yeah something like that i don't who fucking cares right uh, and so and so they uh he gets pay from 2016 2016 through to the time that he was terminated so that fucking asshole is probably gonna get like eighty thousand dollars he's probably gonna get a decent amount a decent chunk of change yeah so fucked up yeah. from money that i cannot emphasize this enough is supposed to go toward helping albany recover from I mean, I guess maybe those cops will spend the money. They'll go patronize their local, uh, like, white supremacist dive bar right. oh, fu- where they can fucking all say the N-word and everybody loves Joe Rogan. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> but it's like, it's like uh, think of all the places that give cops discounts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, why do they need a fucking discount? They're the best paid, bar none, best paid public officials you'll ever meet. Yep. Shout out to collective bargaining. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's why, is because they have had un-trammeled like, collective bargaining rights. That's what happens. He's like, <sighs> they, they were but it's also the lionization of the prof- I mean, there are, it, it definitely is unions, obviously, but there are other elements at work, too. And probably these explain why their unions are also powerful, but it's the lionization of the valorization of policing. It's, you know, it's also that, that they're, they're extremely capital, scary like, fucking individuals that yeah. are completely unaccountable. They're unhinged. And they're they, a, they might fucking slash your tires or something. Yeah, they're literally a violent, unaccountable gang that has the, um, you know, uh, unique monopoly of legitimate violence and what they say is legitimate is de facto legitimate like you know like the whole like that beating that we were just talking about that's like straight up like some gang initiation shit you know what i mean it's just like trying to push the guy to like take it over and show who's man it's like this is so fucked up that these people are literally we literally pay them to abuse us yeah like and and when I say us, I mean, like, the collective. Like, you know, I I personally haven't had myself dragged out of my home and beaten in the street with, like, 
you know, and the guy get a raise. But like, so fucked up. Should I not have said cum gutters earlier? My no, mom, I love it. My mother listens to the show. <laughs> my mom listens to the show too. And that's where I first heard the word cum gutters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my mom's jokes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, Green Island, we love you. You're not just you're not just some cum gutter. No, no, you're a you're a beautiful little island. You're you're a sleepy village community, and I love you with with, with a hopping industrial sector. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're getting your own little uh, injection of of Silicon Valley here. I think that's exciting. Yeah, a lot of work to do on um, the bicycle safety at the Green Island Bridge, but. That's that's for another. Yeah, get episode. your shit together. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So there, there's a, a company, uh, um, appropriately enough, named Green Island EV. Hell which, yeah! Which is great because now they can't move. Right? That's true. If, it's yeah. It would yeah, be yeah. It's filing with this filing with the state to change your business's name yeah. is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, so they're they're going to build a factory on the on a Tibbetts Avenue site that uh, will. Uh, supposedly bring 200 uh, jobs back to the the hometown. We'll we'll see. Those are those numbers are always inflated, but it'd be cool if that if that happened. Um, and but they're not making uh um sing, like single person cars, mm-hmm. which is I like the first thing I was like, oh, you know, like another like car company that won't actually exist, and then they just like get a bunch of investor money and disappear. Yeah, yeah. After one prototype, but this one they're making like little shuttles. Yeah, like little electric shuttles. Yeah, micro transit. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. hip. Yeah. John Gilly, he plans to build a 150,000 square foot facility on 15 acres of the 15 acre site bordered by Tibbetts Avenue and Cannon Street, formerly home to a Ford factory. And he plans to create 200 jobs. Uh, say that twice in the article. <laughs> I love this quote from him. There's a theme here made in New York. Why is that important? New Yorkers are very proud of being New Yorkers. There's no other original equipment manufacturer based in the state of New York that's manufacturing EVs in New York for New York by New Yorkers. So we like them big New York batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a horn, it's just going to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, I'm driving here. Yeah, yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm doing micro transit. <laughs> so, zero emission vehicle yeah it's it, when it, when it announces the stops it's in robert de niro's voice like to... i think it should be cuomo's voice yeah you're out he's, he's unemployed he needs a yeah, new job yeah watch the fucking gap <laughs> sit the I'll, fuck down behind the yellow line unless you're afraid of intimacy in which case find your own seat <laughs> I think the thing that irritates me about, uh, you know, generally I think it's cool, whatever. Um, but they're he, they're like, eventually they're going to be autonomous vehicles, and it's like, no, they won't. No, they won't. And also, <laughs> like, like, no, they won't. Like, even just driving down here today because of the snowstorm, and you know, all the roads get shittier as winter progresses every yeah, yeah. year. Like by the end of winter, by spring, like all the roads are just complete utter dog shit. Yep. To the point where the road that we take down here from our house to get to your place, the line is just gone. Yeah, that's true. And cars on the, you know, what would be for me incoming incoming traffic leaving my house are verging into my lane. 
uh, there's just no fucking way an autonomous bus can drive up here. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess not yet. Right. right. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. but they're, they're going to get them go, go gadget, like wheel extenders so that they can like drive in and around, you know, where the wheelbase right. like changes dynamically so know, that it can I ride still, over cars. I still have to tell the computer which squares have traffic lights in them. I'm not convinced <laughs> that they're going to be able to do this. Yeah, no, it's, it's really a, a question. It's like eventually either industrial civilization will completely collapse and we'll go back to the horse and buggy or we're going to get fully uh, robotic car driving. Honestly, those are the only two options. One one of them is going to happen. Like, you know, <laughs> why not both? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the plan is that Louise Cousins, again, buy New Yorkers for New York. <laughs> Louise Cousins will build the $40 million factory and lease the space to Green Island DV. Roughly $30 million will go toward the factory and roughly $10 million will go toward the rest of the campus, which will include at least one other building that will act as a campus center. Fine. Uh, and then, this is weird. When I say factory, I want you to think Andy Warhol's factory. I want something what? that Tesla would build. I want this to be the showcase of the Northeast, uh, Gilly said. This Andy is, Warhol? The, he, <laughs> well, it's a- Andy Warhol's uh, um, uh, uh, art uh, um, uh, studio was called the factory. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And it was in an abandoned factory, right? In yeah, like, New York City sure, or something, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, the, but it, was, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that like Andy Warhol was like doing pop art and it was mass produ- It was kind of mass produced. It was a joke it, on mass production. It had mass art. appeal. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm not exactly sure what he's talking about here. He's but like, I want you to think of really overripe bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What do you think of the Velvet Underground? All right, yeah. Um, uh, no one's going to drive this car, all right? But the best <laughs> drivers in the world will later drive other cars. Oh, sorry, that's a Velvet Underground joke. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, um, yeah, so I, he's getting, it seems like they're going to get uh, a good amount of state money to, uh, uh, jumpstart this thing. They plan to be profitable by 2026. That would be better than tesla um yeah and they make a shout out to an existing company that's already in green island called um lion electric or whatever and i think they're they're moving buildings right now Um, yeah but they also i think were making uh vehicles in new york that were electric for new yorkers and you know like we, we should say the reason that uh green island dv they didn't just like i'm gonna name a company green island dv and oh shit i guess i have to set up shop in green island yeah, yeah. right uh it's a reason why uh friend of the show ecovative mm-hmm. is um uh, uh is in green island is mm-hmm. because green island owns its own electricity yes and has the cheapest le- and therefore has the cheapest electricity basically yeah. in the entire state yeah, not the whole country it's literally just powered by the hudson yeah it's a big turbine that's stuck in the hudson from that ford factory yep it, it used to be power that Ford factory, and then when that shut down, Green Island, the city, bought it and turned it into municipal electricity. So, like, if you look at National Grid's service map, there's a big hole that's shaped like Green Island. That's because they run their own goddamn electricity, and it's cheap as hell. Mm. So, you know, another good reason why we should nationalize utilities. Yeah, maybe uh, instead of giving away a bunch of pilot programs, we could make our electricity public and draw all kinds of businesses to the area. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
You know what else um, utilizes uh, cheap electricity uh, in the Green Island? Eh? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, there's no legal pot growing in Green Island yet. Yeah, but there will be. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, coming. the economics are there. It all makes sense. And they didn't outlaw it, and now that window's closed. I think. Mm. So, so we're a city would be. To go. It would be so <laughs> foolish for a city to outlaw legal weed sales. A lot did. So foolish. A lot of them did. Yeah. 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 It's just. It's ridiculous. People are just going to go to other towns and get it, and you're yeah. just you're only missing out on on revenue. That's yeah. the only upside. And traffic. I don't well, want and people and, and yeah. traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and teenagers. <laughs> teenagers aren't allowed to buy it. I know that doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, are we ready for a wildflower? Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh wait, there was uh, something else we wanted to. Talk oh right. About. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't play World of Warcraft. Like I am a gamer. Um, and uh, so hold me accountable. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I do play other games. And I came across this video uh, by Josh Citarella, who's like an interesting, um, I guess, like content producer. He does a lot of like research into like the rabbit holes of like uh, political um, radicalization that happened on the internet, uh, similar to a lot of the work that you, you've done, actually, uh, Brittany. Yeah. Um, but this uh, video that he put out is talking about Dragon Kill Points, or DKP. And um, so I'm going to just sort of po- put out to the, our listening audience, like, if you play WoW, uh, take a look at this video. We'll, we'll put the, the link in the uh, show notes. And just let me know if it's true or not. Because, like, I can't verify any of this. It's very uh, interesting. He's talking about the guild system and, mm-hmm. like, various guild systems in WoW. Um, and I never really got into WoW, personally. It's very time-consuming. I just have never really, like, been dedicated enough to devote that amount of time to it. But, um, but yeah, like this, he basically argues for this particular type of guild system as market socialism. And I guess perhaps proof that, you know, market socialism can function organically, um, so yeah, we'll put the we'll put the video in the show notes. Sound off in the comments. Let us yeah. know what you think. He, he he goes on to say that not only uh, does it can it be developed organically, but that many other competing models of essentially how to like share. Okay, so at the end of your you know leveling in uh, World of Warcraft, there are these like bosses that are really really hard to kill, and you need like fifteen twenty people to like you know slay it, and then they drop like four items that are really valuable. This is this is why it's called Dragon Kill Points. Yeah, this yeah. Wait, it's, it's the point at which you yeah, kill yeah. A dragon, and yeah. like legendary uh, meme internet video Leroy Jenkins is like based on one of these mm. like dragon raids, right? Uh, um, mm-hmm. And so, um, but that there are these competing models of like how to split the loot, right? Like splitting right. the loot is like the you know uh, the the metaphor to dealing with scarce resources in a society and how to evenly distribute them and essentially like there are many different models but like the the dkp system which josh is arguing is market socialism is the one that has essentially won out like because wow is such a old game there's been a lot of time for people to iterate on different ideas of how to like do exchange and how to do like basically social um integration of like this scarce resource set that everybody's like sort of after and apparently this is the one that's like most enduring and he makes a point about how gamers are like 
Assholes. In, assholes. <laughs> so, like selfish, uh, you know, uh, like problematic people, like as much as everyone else is. And, you know, Maybe like the, more so, but yeah. Yeah. And that the idea that, you know, people constantly accuse Marx of is like, you know, Marx didn't uh, take into account human nature. And he's like, well, here's a case where you have like a bunch of people known for acting out in particularly antisocial <laughs> ways that have just through the comp- competition of various like market mechanisms arrived at a cooperative like egalitarian market socialist uh system uh for it that endures more than others and so i guess i just want to know like people that play wow is this what's, like true and if so like what's your experience with um uh online uh game economies and whether basically you know does your gaming experience tell you that socialism works or not so do we have to kill a dragon for socialism to come to America? <laughs> right? I wish that was all we had to do. Right? Are you advocating for war on China? Because <laughs> I, I have to stop you right there. No, no, you're European-style dragon. Oh, European okay, okay, dragon. yeah, yeah. Or unicorn. To- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally different, totally different. I mean, I, I would say, counterexample, when I play um, RPG games where I am the sole leader of a party, I do a really good job myself distributing resources for everybody. Oh, yeah? I am able to, as a centralized authority, determine <laughs> their, their means and their, their needs. So, you know, just, uh, just sit on that. Yeah. Well, you know, bene- <laughs> benevolent dictatorship has its place. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Now are we ready for our wildfire? Yeah, class? sure. Yes. Okay. Speaking of... Benevolent dictatorship? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's not really... It's not relevant. I'm not I'm not as good at uh, um, transitions as you, David. Oh, you're, okay. you're the transition king, Thanks. so... Uh, but as of now, more than 50 Starbucks stores uh, ha- are petitioning to unionize. We kind of, like, it's always been the white whale of, uh, like leftist union organizers and and fans of unions generally to like see the domino effect of a big corporation a national corporation that gets a couple of places unionized and then like the whole thing you know kind of starts to fall in place that's that's what we always want to see right and we're seeing it it's very exciting yeah, we, uh, we got, uh, they're now at 54, so Starbucks? 54 locations. 54 locations in 19 different states. Yep. Either have had or have filed for a uh, NLRB uh, election for, to to go union. Yeah, you can go to okay. svworkersunited.com and like, uh, they have a, uh, uh, like a web store. You can buy stuff David uh, to a support hat. them. I have a, a very cool hat. Hell yeah! Uh, but you know they got you know they got the usual merch, uh, shirts, mugs, all all that fun stuff, stickers. You can do that, and that supports their uh, their fund to continue uh, doing all that that fun unionizing. Hell yeah! Yeah. So you know it's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what caused this, right? Like what what could get this to happen, right? And there's like there's a India couple Walton. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, there is like the successive waves of uh, electoralism that get people to to start thinking about uh, what else they can do to to using these organizing tools. Uh, And yeah, that's definitely one of them. Bernie Sanders, India Walton. And then there's also I I, I think there is something to the fact that like COVID was so um, like disturbing and. Uh, um, immiserating 
especially for for service sector workers who like first got told that they were heroes right and you're heroes you're fucking heroes you're like the america runs on your back not on duncan on starbucks right (laughs) you know know, like they they, you know like oh man like the world wouldn't function without you essential workers you're perfect you're amazing here's a pizza party Uh, shove the pizza through your mask out front people will honk (laughs) yeah yeah it's like all this shit and then like and then, like you know, like the, the capitalist looks at their watch, and they're just like, "Fuck, man, this uh, this pandemic's lasting." Yeah, this thing's still going on. <laughs> I, I just and I can keep calling them heroes, but I don't think it's. I mean, how heroic hero- are they? Can be they? heroes I mean- forever, <laughs> and, then, and then it just like very quickly turned into get the fuck to work. You you lazy slob. Nobody wants to work anymore. And no one wants to work Nobody anymore. While at the same time, these people working in these positions were basically deputized to be the nation's law enforcement yeah. when it comes to <laughs> like mass compliance and social distancing. Yeah, yeah be- just because like, because even pol- the police, one of the people who wear masks the least. Shout out to COVID, la- largest killer of cops. Yeah, uh, leading cause of kill uh, uh, of killing cops. Yeah, and, and it, it's a. Uh, uh, credit where credit is due. <laughs> and, 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 but yeah, it's like all these service workers are like, can you please put on a mask? Like, we we require vaccination. And they're getting and people screaming in their fucking faces. And it's just throwing like, constitutions at them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do think that it, the other element of it is the fact that the market favors uh, people looking for work right now. Mm. So all of these things have come together to create this perfect storm where workers are just like, we deserve way more than what we're getting. Way more. Yeah. So, hell yeah. So they're, so they're going for it, and and it's cool to look at the at the material that uh, uh, that these stores are passing out to their their partners. Right? Is like is it stuff like you know like what can you bargain for? Right? It was like it was like it's just something that I think we skip over too much in a lot of discussion. Of union is like you know like well, what can you get from doing it? And you know, and their answer is like pretty much fucking anything. Like yeah. you can you can negotiate for anything, which is uh, true to a large extent. Though there are like uh, um, certain things that uh, uh, if a, a union demands that they bargain for, like the the employer is required by law to bargain in good faith with and that's stuff like you know pay and time off and stuff like that but the, but yeah it is true you can bargain for anything there's like you know we'll all wear funny hats on tuesdays like you could bargain for that right? you know, yeah we're stopping yeah. that from happening yeah right yeah. <laughs> no, no, no more happy 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 <laughs> birthday 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 right you know, no fucking that yeah you can get better bathrooms better work conditions like physically in your space you know if you really fucking hate the paper to the shitty those brown paper towels you know and yeah yeah, you, you can collectively decide that you're not going to, um, you know, write uh, Merry Christmas on people's cups or, um, uh, or, or refuse orders, <laughs> right? He's like, some people went through this uh, Starbucks app will like put in these like obscene orders. I saw this thing on Twitter. It was like a, uh, you know, the printout order was like a CVS receipt and it's like half calf, double foam, uh, oat milk, uh, you know, turned around like at backwards and inside out plus soy milk. And then like shot of, 
vanilla extract and your firstborn child and you're just like all like people who place obnoxious starbucks orders what is wrong with you who hurt you where (laughs) what kind of therapy do you need that we can get for you like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah it's like hot latte iced or something (laughs) it's just like shit like that and you're just like barking for you know like being able to delete an order if you consider it to be like ridiculous like you know shit like that you can do that so, a little good news. Good luck to, congrats to all the Buffalo Starbucks uh, organizers and, you know, whoever got into those shops. Like, oof, that's got to be somebody, some very skilled organizer got yeah. in there in the first place. A whole bunch of people. It was a team effort. They they all went in there and said, um, uh, I need you to write my name. Form a union. One, one word. That's my first <laughs> name. And here's a huge tip. And that works, yep. you know, just like take take the tactics that work from our enemies and flip them on their heads. There has been a lot of people ordering with their name is just Union. Yes, and then they and to show yeah, solidarity and yeah, support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you see, like you know, like some some stores have a, a an LCD screen with like up next and order, and you just like they see a picture and it's just like all Union. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, no one knows whose drink is whose. So. <laughs> Yeah, same same name, but that's fine. I I got the really complicated one. Oh goodness! All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. We hope you enjoyed it. We are about to record a spicy bonus. Spicy, spicy spicy. bonus. We're going to be talking about transracialism. Is it a thing? You got to tune in to find out. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thing. Is it a Good thing. Risk, good, respectable <laughs> thing. Yeah. Probably um, not. So we're gonna finally get to the bottom of why all these white women keep pretending to be women of color. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom. Figure of that it. one out. And uh, if you want to listen to that episode <laughs> as well as many many other bonus episodes that we have recorded, uh, you can go to patreoncom ironweeds and get it for one dollar a month. Hell wow, yeah. just a dollar or more. Wow. You can give more than a dollar? You can. <laughs> and in fact, if you give at the $7 tier, you're currently getting uh, all of our whole stream, as well as the reaction stream. You're getting the episodes a week early. You're going to get all the bonus episodes that come out when the series is over. $7 a month. Yeah. Pretty good deal for that kind of quality content. If we get enough Patreon subscribers, we're going to do a whole nother extra bonus a month. We we're are. Gonna... We're very yeah. far from that goal, but it is true if we get... Uh, if we, I think it's a thousand subscribers. Yeah, so. do it. You won't. We dare you. <laughs> yeah, we double dog dare you. Yeah, Ooh, and if we get like a thousand subscribers paying fifteen dollars a month, we'll release our own streaming service because that's basically Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you can share, and just like with Netflix, you can share the RSS feed with all your loved ones. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweed Spot. You can find us on Instagram. Ironweed Spot. And you can send us an email, as always, why don't you at Iron Pod. At, at gmail.com. And speaking of emails, uh, we got a great one talking about nuclear fallout from nuclear weapons testing in the capital region. And we are going to talk about that on a future episode. Yeah, and so it's these kinds of uh, things that, um, you know, plant the seed. And allow us to do our own research and provide to you extremely high quality researched um, anecdotes and um, you know great ass episodes. Really, fortunately, that seed was irradiated, <laughs> and so it created a disgusting monstrous tree. 
All right. All right. Thank you so okay. much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. My bees. Uh, uh. It's in my bees. <laughs> Welcome to Miami where the heat is on. All night on the beach. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Well, look, I don't light it. That's so fucking dumb. Light the cigar. <laughs> I mean, not everybody likes cigars. Yeah, man. He's then. Then you don't get the look. Why not? <laughs> I think you should be allowed to get the look. Uh, are we keeping this in? <laughs> <laughs>